be prepared to be scared. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, guys. Just before we jump into today's episode, want to give a quick disclaimer that the opinions stated in this podcast are those of our own and do not necessarily reflect those of Spirit Live. Enjoy, guys. Hello, my favorite people ever. It's V here, Kirsten, and Olivia. Welcome back to Let's Chat 20s. The juice is here today. Yay! I just wanted to contribute. (laughs) Every time I speak like that, I feel like I'm one of those game announcers. You know what I mean? Like 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 the Raptors or honestly, I I think that would be really fun. That would be fun. I could see you doing that. I don't know. I actually don't know if they ever have a woman doing it. Like, isn't it like pretty much always a man? Yeah, that's That's actually really true. Well, maybe you could be the first. Yeah, maybe for like, I don't know. Are are there women announcers for men, for women's games? No, I don't don't even think so. Oh, interesting. I actually never thought about that. But you're right. I don't think there is. Wow. (laughs) Well, I hope you're all doing great today. I know we're doing fabulosa. Um... Just pump some caffeine through the veins, feeling pretty good, <laughs> ready to tackle another episode. How are you guys feeling? I'm good. I'm happy that it's Friday, ready for this weekend, and I'm happy to be with you girls. <laughs> Aww. Okay, You're so. Like, I don't feel the same. Uh, <laughs> awkward. So, I need to hear what you guys have to say about the Oscars and. I mean, this is maybe just my personal thing that I'm interested in, but I want to hear what outfits you guys liked and which ones you thought were fails. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I thought Cara Delevingne's outfit was really pretty. It was like this really big red gown. Here, I have a photo if you guys want to view yeah, her. Yeah, But it was very, very pretty. Yeah, her outfit was such a sleigh. Her jewelry was really pretty too. She had like a bunch of silver diamonds um really cute bracelet really cute necklace huge earrings it just it was a sleigh and the shoes she had really cute platform um like silky high heels and it just really complemented the matte red gown i don't know why but i feel like the oscars is the perfect time to wear like a big ball gown and honestly like i kind of associate the color red with the oscars i'm not sure why but it just seems like elegant and like the right thing to wear for the oscars don't they normally have a red carpet maybe that's why yeah maybe that's why did they not this year they didn't no i think they just had a gray carpet or like a whitish grayish carpet Hmm. which is kind of surprising interesting yeah but i thought she had a really cute outfit um rihanna i heard a lot of people talking about her outfit Mm -hmm. um she she really pulled it off okay one of the outfits that i personally wasn't the biggest fan of i don't know like what other people had to say about it but okay this might be a hot take but i really didn't like zendaya's outfit i always love what she wears but this year she was wearing like a cut off cropped like button-up shirt with like a sparkly silver skirt it just wasn't giving for me. I felt like it wasn't the appropriate thing to be wearing at the Oscars. Like, the shirt was cute in itself. The skirt was cute in itself. And I'm all for mixing, like, casual with formal. But I just felt like these two things did not go together. I think they were trying to do something and it just didn't I work. Agree. I okay, agree. Okay, I can't. I'm sorry I'm laughing. But <laughs> that outfit is from, like, two years ago. 
What? <laughs> Wait, you're kidding. And you were giving that whole conversation. <laughs> Wait, how did Girl, you know? Because I remember it. But I just saw photos of it. You yeah. have to look that at ain't new. Yeah. I did. It ain't new. I hate to break it to you. Oh, no. <sighs> no, you know what? Actually, maybe I thought, maybe I saw 2022 and I thought that we're still in 2022. I get confused sometimes. <laughs> That's okay. Well, I'm sorry, Zendaya. I Honestly, she always slays. So, like, this isn't anything to do with her. I think it was just that was definitely not her best moment. No, uh, in twenty twenty two, in twenty twenty whenever twenty twenty one. An outfit I didn't really love was Kendall Jenner's. Um, it looks it's it's black and gold for those who haven't seen it. It looks very scaly and it has a mermaid skirt, so it like goes tight in the hips, but then it flutters out. Um. Like in the bottom. The thing is with this dress is I actually think that the silhouette is really pretty. Like I think that the the way that it fits yeah. her and like the neckline and everything, it's I like I don't like the pattern. Yeah, it's the pattern. And, it throws me off. And the um the the breast area is like is like the way the pattern comes in, it comes in to form a circle around the the booby area and it makes her boobies look like eyes a little bit. Um, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I love it. I feel like the design kind of resembles an acorn. Oh, I which see that. <laughs> I kind of like. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That's weird. I feel like it's kind of a unique pattern. It's not giving me snake. It's giving me more like nature, earthy, with a really beautiful silhouette. Really? It's like, I, I like the gold. I feel like the gold complements the black. I think it really helps frame the silhouette and it allows the shape to flow more seamlessly i don't know i really like it and i i I like the accents on the breasts like i i feel like that actually i don't know i feel like it's just really flattering i agree with you the only thing that i personally didn't like was the pattern but just the whole way of like the way that it shaped her and like the accents are on the breasts like i think that if it was like a different pattern it would (laughs) have gave (laughs) yeah that's fair that's fair speaking of the oscars um I was actually so happy for Brendan Fraser for winning Best Actor for The Whale. Like, what a win for him. I totally agree. I think the fact that he was an actor in a lot of our childhood movies, such as, you know, The Mummy. um, And it seems like he's been trying for a really long time and he hasn't been getting the credit he deserves. So to see him win the award and tear up, too, it was such a humble reaction and it was really refreshing. Who is, what is The Mummy? I've never heard of this. So The Mummy is like, you know Indiana Jones? Yeah. So it kind of gives Indiana Jones, it's like, I think there's like two or three movies. Um, He's basically an archaeologist, I can't say that word, archaeologist, (laughs) treasure hunter guy. He goes, he's looking for treasure, ends up awakening a mummy from millions of years ago. Oh, why does this actually sound good? Why have I never heard of this? I I watched it with my dad all the time. And there's, I I know for sure there's two of them. I think there might be three of them, but it's really good. It's like Indiana Jones vibes. Um, You know, there's a bit of romance involved too. It's really, really good. I remember as a kid, he was like my man crush every day. He's, he's sexy. So I'm happy for him. Another, another, um, Oscar winner I'm so happy for is Kei Kwan. Um, he is another child actor. Actually, speaking of Indiana Jones, he was in Indiana Jones. Um, he's the the little guy who's Indy's assistant. Oh, he's the cutest thing 
ever. Like he he'd always refer to Indiana as like Indy and he'd he'd be the one like driving the getaway cars and he's like ten. And he's so funny, so cute. Indiana would like finish a mission, jump in the car, there's this little guy, he's like, Are you ready to go, Indy? And he just zoom off and he's also in the Goonies. Um, did an amazing job in the Goonies as well. Hasn't won any awards up until this year. Finally, he won. Um, so proud of him. His reaction was also very humbling. What did he win for? He won for Best Supporting Actor in the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, have, have you seen it? No, I haven't. I really want to, though. Honestly, I feel like I'm not really up to date on, like, current movies. That's why, like, I love the fashion from the Oscars, but I can never, like, really truly appreciate, like the Oscar winners for their movies because I haven't seen most of them. But that's totally okay because the fashion I find is almost just as big as a part for it, especially for the designers because that's that's their moment. The Oscars for film directors and for actors is is their big moment to show their work, but then for fashion designers, it's also their moment to show theirs. So I think that's totally fine. Watch it for the fashion. Like, that's awesome. I agree. Honestly, I just realized the reason why you must know so much about the Oscars and movies is because you're in media production. Exactly. I don't know about the outfits and the fashion. I just want to be winning an Oscar someday, so that's why I know about it. You will. You will. Thanks. (laughs) For your horror movie. Yeah, I'm going to be a horror movie director, guys. Be prepared to be scared. (laughs) Shiver me timbers. (laughs) Olivia, when she wakes up in the morning, is scary enough. Wow, we're just roasting. I'm kidding. And I'm just over here slaying every morning. What can I say? Okay, um, I also wanted to take a moment to appreciate the fact that today is St. Patty's Day um, that we're recording. I know this is going to come out a little bit after, but we'd love to hear what you guys ended up doing for this weekend. And um, do you guys want to share what you have planned for the weekend? Oh, for sure. So after we record this podcast, I am skedaddling over to the mall to get myself a green shirt, of course. And um, yeah, we're going to go... We're probably going to go out to a student bar tonight, um, have some fun, drink some juice, and uh, have a good time. Unfortunately, tomorrow there's a lot of darties going on, but I work. Um, But I will be partying it up in the evening, you better believe. Yeah, we're so sad that you can't come. We're probably like, I don't even know what we're going to do yet, but I think it's just like St. Patty's is like an excuse for a bunch of events. So we're going to find something and we're hoping that our school is going to do like a like a street party because we saw it on CPL, Canadian Party Life. So I'm hoping that it's actually going to happen, but I don't know because our school's never done anything like that. How reliable is CPL? Like, I don't <laughs> even know. I think it honestly is reliable, but as soon as I saw TMU on the list for street parties, I was, like, questioning their sources. <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, we've never done that before. Speaking of uh, partying, I say we get into today's meat of the app. <laughs> I like that idea, V. Wait, why am I forgetting? what <laughs> Nightlife. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about nightlife in the city. Um, share some stories doors share some advice and have some fun yeah have a wild time okay so i think a good way to introduce this topic is talking about fomo like should you go out your friends are going out do you want to go out you have an assignment done i encounter this problem all the time 
Um, FOMO is just in your head. For those who don't know, FOMO means fear of missing out. Very real. Um, I don't want to say disease. Um, <laughs> but like, um, very <laughs> rare phenomenon. And, um, and, and it's true. Um, I encounter a lot of times where, you know, I have something do or you know maybe I have work the next morning and all my friends are going out and I do feel like a sense of insecurity a sense of missing out that is that is just in your head you have to remember you know people say oh you only live once yeah but also like you do live a lot of nights so um there'll be another night to go out I've come to learn that um, if you go out when you have something due, when you have to wake up the next morning, you're not going to enjoy yourself because that's all you're going to be thinking about. So take it from me. Don't feel bad. Let the FOMO go away and um, just and just do what what needs done for you and you'll enjoy yourself better. Honestly, I feel like the FOMO is real. Like that was literally something that I had to overcome and I still feel like I'm like struggling with it. But Um, personally, I try to get a lot of things done during the week so that I can go out on the weekends. And I kind of think of like going out on the weekends as a reward and I won't let myself go out if I haven't finished my work. So that can also like help as a motivator to like get stuff done. Um, honestly, it has a 100% success rate because I don't think this year I've had to like stay in for that reason yet, but it's also been a bit of a lighter semester. So yeah, but I think thinking that way is helpful. Yeah, of course. Yeah, also you're out here paying so much money to be in school. Like, prioritize that. Mm-hmm. You can party after school. You can party in the summer. You can party once you graduate. Exactly. And even if you're not going to school and you're working, you know, and you're in your 20s and you have work the next morning or, you know, there's another reason you can't go out, that's okay. That's okay. You'll make up for it, I promise. Even though we're saying this, we still do have a lot of experience (laughs) with going out and the nightlife. So we wanted to share our like tips and tricks with you. Um, Make sure that you're all safe when you go out. You know what to wear and everything like that. So does anyone have anything they want to add about it? I was actually going to add, since living downtown, I've noticed that bars and clubs are both very different dynamics. 100%. And... When I started off living downtown, I really enjoyed clubs, the loud music, the crowded people. <laughs> I, I just thought it was really exciting. But then once I was in that like atmosphere for a while, I realized that the pe- not not everyone, but a lot of the people I was bumping into weren't the people I wanted to be around. I feel like it's mainly promoters, um, mainly guys trying to give you drinks. And for the girls out there that love free drinks, go for it. But... I feel like sometimes the approach can be really, really aggressive in clubs versus a bar. I feel like it's a lot more natural. Conversation is a is a lot easier to have. You can actually hear the people around you, converse with the people around you. And I just feel like it's more laid back. And I'm starting to really like that environment a lot more. A hundred percent. Actually, a little horror story from the club. Um, I met a bar promoter last year on line like on instagram or something and um he was like come bring some friends out to toy box toy box is a club in toronto very popular probably one of the most popular clubs and i was like yeah absolutely he's like i am a bar promoter so i have a booth there you'll get a booth for free you'll get bottle service for free gonna be a lot of fun this sounded really fun i'd never been to toy box i told kirsten and b to come with me i don't think that they've been to toy box either um 
we went. Um, we were excited. At least I was excited. But um, it turned out to be a bit of a bust. We got in. We went to their booth. And um, we were drinking their alcohol. But we were kind of expected, because they were providing us with a booth and alcohol, we were expected to give them our undivided attention, to only dance with them, to, you know, even go as far as, like, kiss them um, and stuff. So, like, it was it was not very fun safe environment unfortunately um we felt a little bit objectified because these men were paying for our booth or paying for our bottle service although we hadn't even asked for this we were expected to give them our undivided attention we ended up deciding to leave and we even had a hard time leaving they were yelling at us cussing us out um yeah negative 10 out of 10 wouldn't recommend I feel like the sad thing about this is, is that it's it's really not an isolated incident. And if you haven't been to a club before, you really wouldn't know what it would be like. Like, especially as someone in a relationship, I was not going to this club to have any interest in any of these guys. And because they, like, get you in and they help you, like, skip the line, it's appealing for girls to want to go in through that way. But we didn't realize that they had such high expectations of us. Yeah, and what was really sad is when we were there... Um, you could tell there were multiple women that were already at a point where they they were overly intoxicated. And these men felt the need to continuously pour alcohol down their throats. And even if they said that's enough, they'd be like, no, come on, come on, one more shot, one more shot. And when we say pour alcohol down, like we literally mean they open up your mouth and straight from the liquor bottle pour it into your mouth and yeah this happens all the time so needless to say that scenario was honestly enough for me to just write off clubs all in all um I've definitely become more of a bar person and I do find that if you're a person that likes to go to the club and like have that sort of environment with the the dancing and all the lights and the dance floor there are a lot of bars that have dance floors as well um like there's certain bars that have different sections that are kind of like more clubby and then different sections that are more for chatting and I find that bars in general don't have the that same like pretentious feeling or like people forcing you to drink it's just kind of like you hanging out with your friends chatting with people around you and um I also find that it's better to go to like places where students are like go to places where you know people your own age will be because it makes the whole situation a lot more comfortable and you feel safer I was gonna say I do find at the student bars you will see some younger people that aren't of age which I guess you'll find everywhere but Towards, like, the tail end of my university years, I find I'm really enjoying, like, the mid-20s bars. Like, there's, like, Supermarket. that That's in Kensington. It's a really fun place for those who like more of, like, the later 20 crowd. That's just what I've been enjoying as of recently. Um, one thing I did want to go back to just about the clubs is I do think it's appetizing for a lot of women to to want to go into a promoter's booth because it t- it tends to be that these booths are a lot more comfortable, a lot less crowded than the actual dance floor itself. Like sometimes these dance floors at these clubs can be so hectic and so crammed and crazy that it is a lot more appetizing to go and be in a booth with these guys and have free alcohol um, and I feel like that's like one of the ways they get you because <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, I can be to- off to the side. I can be more relaxed. I can be, you know, like seated, comfortable, less crowded. And that's one of the ways they'll get you. 
that's the thing. I feel like it's really corrupt. Like when you go to a club, you literally can't even sit down unless you go buy a booth, which are thousands of dollars and require you to have alcohol. Um, or you have to like sit at someone's booth who already has it. And there's a bunch of guys that will let you, but they have expectations. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we talked a lot about clubs. Let's on a positive note, bars. I love bars. Um, love them so much. But in the wintertime, especially in um Toronto or, you know, Alaska, somewhere with snow. I don't know if there's many bars in Alaska. Um, you know, you don't want you you wanna wear a coat to get to the bar, but you don't wanna wear the coat in the bar. But you don't wanna pay for coat check. So what do you do? Um, just some tips, places to look behind speakers they always got a lot of speakers at the bar you just take your coat shove it behind the speaker no one's gonna know or there could be a sign sometimes they have those like foldable chalkboard signs that restaurants have that they list like the day like the special on like like dollar beers or i wish but like whatever hide it in between that sign nobody's gonna check there um, in the bathroom, sometimes the sinks have cupboards underneath them. Hide them under there. Never pay for coat check, ladies. But always wear a coat so you don't get pneumonia. I completely agree with this. Honestly, like, love hiding my coat. One tip that I have is, if possible, bring, like, a fanny pack or something so that you can keep your most important things on you, like your keys. Because a lot of the time, I mean, this technique is pretty foolproof, but your coat, you know, God forbid, might be taken. Or if there's someone trying to like be creepy and following you, if the, if you have like your ID in your pocket, then they're going to get your address. They're going to get all of your information. So it's always best to just keep your keys on you. Bring a coat that you don't really care about um, if you're going to be following this tip. <laughs> um. So another thing, you're not going to want to pay for coat check. You may not also want to pay for drinks. So some tips. I'm sure everybody knows about a good pre. Before you go out, pre, get a little bit doozy before you go. (laughs) (laughs) Why does that sound like a Mountain Dew? (laughs) Go drink lots of Mountain Dew before you go. Um, You know, because buying in bulk um, is always the cheaper way. So go to Lickbo because they overprice that at the bars so much. As everybody knows, this is common knowledge. But, you know pre but say you get to the bar you still want a few more drinks then you know go for it scout out the area um you know dance a little bit you know maybe flip your hair a little bit you're gonna get somebody's attention when they come up to you um go with it you know as long as they are not giving you creepy vibes go with it talk to them um and i promise you well like i can't promise you but they likely will offer you a drink um and you just have to, like, keep going with it. Um, try to finesse a free drink for your friends, too, that you're with. Usually if you challenge them to that, they'll say yes. Like, hey, can I get you a drink? Like, yeah, if you buy one for my friends, too. Like, usually they like the challenge. Um, so do that. Um, but um, while you're getting the drink, make sure you go with them to the bar so that you can keep an eye on your drink. So important. Make eye contact with the bartender because um, I used to be a bartender. Doing this is a good way to to show that you're kind of in a vulnerable situation and the bartender is going to have your back. Um, and then once you get your drink, if you're not interested in this person, leave. Um, and I know this is a little bit hypocritical to what we were saying at the beginning with the getting free drinks from club promoters. Um, this is different in the sense that you are 
you know, initiating it because you're going into the situation knowing what you want. You are just as able, like as able to leave the situation. Yeah, I was just going to add, I feel like this is different because it's very consensual. Like you're in agreement with getting drinks and wanting alcohol versus um, like looking back at the club promoter incident, that situation was not consensual. You're like, no, I don't want any more. I don't want any more. And you're just being egged on. Come on, a little more. Have some more. Have some more. Or just feeling like you owe someone something that doesn't necessarily mean it's consensual because it's not. It has to go both ways. So I think you approaching it and you seeking drinks and then the guys being happy to do that, that's a different story. The only other thing that I would say is that a lot of the time after they buy you the drinks, they'll expect you to like keep chatting with them. So make sure that you like are going to the bar with friends and you have people that know what you're doing so that they can kind of swoop in to save you and always use the trick that you have to use the bathroom because they're not going to follow you there. (laughs) Yeah. Another um, little safety tip that I do with my friends at the bar is I, I usually have some sort of signal to show I'm uncomfortable. Um, If I am talking to a guy, I may, my friends don't know, maybe I am genuinely interested in them and I want to be like left alone to continue talking with this guy or maybe like SOS I want out of here so usually I put my hand like where the guy can't see it and I like shake it frantically and I think that my friends usually get the signal like iconic yeah I just like talk and I go like this <laughs> or like I kick my friends or something like that come up with something yeah she kicks us smacks will, like, us <laughs> punches us I actually tackle him to the ground yeah, yeah like literally stub our toe we're like gasping and then <laughs> oh. they know to get me out of this right situation. but then the, then you have an out because it's like oh sorry my friend is is having a spasm right now <laughs> Yeah, the amount of times we've been in that exact situation. You know what else is really fun that's also like a good kind of a safety tip is like going into the bar with like an alter ego. Like introduce yourself with a fake name and honestly come up with some sort of an elaborate story. What's better to get you like a free drink than having some elaborate story? Like you're from a different country. You've never tried a drink in a bar in that city before. Who's not going to take you up on that offer? (laughs) No, yeah, I remember at Halloween there was this one guy um he came up to me made small chat and I ended up telling him I was a journalist I worked for CTV (laughs) he was so impressed he had so many questions and I was just going with it it was fun I've been going through this phase as of recently where I'm not wanting to have as much alcohol as I used to have maybe it's because the hangovers are worse or maybe it's just because I'm realizing I really value my mind and my health And maybe it's just a phase. I hope it's not because I'm actually really enjoying having less alcohol. But um, yeah, as of recently, I have been having less alcohol. And for anyone out there that's kind of had this thought of maybe dialing it down with how much they're drinking, um, I did find it was it was a stressful situation to navigate, choosing if I wanted to drink or not. And it doesn't have to be you're drinking or you're not. You can like ease off of the alcohol if you don't want to have as much or if you want to like limit the amount you're having. But um, I did find at first trying to take it back a notch on how much I was drinking. It was nerve wracking because I didn't know if I would have as fun of a night. I didn't know if I'd feel left out and feel like I couldn't be on the same level as everyone. Also, I find I started to relate my good nights to having alcohol and I became scared that if I didn't have alcohol, my night wouldn't be as fun. Um, 
But once you get past that, like, first night or second night of going out and not feeling the need to drink so you don't, and once you have a good time doing that, you realize that you really don't need alcohol to have a good time. And personally, I found that subbing out your alcohol for a matcha or a chai latte will do the trick. And that way it's not coffee. It's it's not something that'll give you that anxious, caffeinated feel. But matcha and chai are more of like like a natural um like caffeinator like boost. yeah a natural boost and your body absorbs that type of caffeine slower so you actually won't have the jitters that you would coffee or those anxious feelings that you normally would coffee so that's something I've been doing and I find it really helps and it's comforting to know I can go out and have a good time and not rely on alcohol I've always struggled with um, having a hard time to have fun when sober. Um, I just am shy and I I feel kind of insecure. But lately I have discovered this thing. So I went to a frat party. This was probably about a month ago. And there was a cowboy hat in the closet there, like a sparkly one. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I'm going to wear this. I put it on and I felt like something take over my body I felt like wow I am the main character I have confidence this is my alcohol um then the next day I went there again and I wore another cowgirl hat and I just remember dancing on the stairs I actually was sober that night but I had never had so much fun that was my confidence hat find something that makes you unique find something that like you can metaphorically trick your brain into into thinking that it's substituting your confidence is providing you confidence somehow I've always kind of felt basic or just like any other person but as soon as I put the hat on I'm like this is my new personality so now whenever I go out I do wear the cowgirl hat and um it has become something so find something unique to you it definitely like it sounds silly and goofy but it really, really, really actually helps. It almost feels like a superpower. I don't think that sounds goofy at all. I think that's like the power of a good outfit, honestly. Like it brings up your confidence. Like if you feel like you look good, you're going to have a better night, at least yeah. for me. So honestly, like wear what you feel comfortable in and like wear what you think looks good on you because it's going to make you stand out in a good way. It's going to give you confidence. Yeah. And you're expressing yourself. Like who wants to look like everyone else? Exactly. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, I feel like this is a fun little epi. I think this podcast has come to an end. That was so fun chatting about all things nightlife. Hopefully um, you guys were able to relay or get some tips, maybe think of some things you haven't thought of. Maybe sales for cowgirl hats will now increase. <laughs> You're welcome. Definitely. They're skyrocketing right now. We hope you guys all had a great St. Patty's and have a great weekend and Be safe when you go out and have fun. And kiss your Irish friends. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week. Bye.